Welcome to episode 8 of the Official Arm Growth Podcast. The usual suspects are here to my right. Jamie, how are we doing, Jamie? Fantastic this week, mate. Good show. And of course, the voice of reason, Fermer, how are you? Fantastic. The VOR. Fit, tanned and handsome? I'm certainly handsome anyway. I'm not so fit, but... Uh, <laughs> Good holiday. Back for holiday. Yeah, great, great holiday. Great holiday. Mr. Fit, Buffalo. Jeez. Mr. Fit, Absolutely. Well, that's what we're here for. Of course, King of the Yockey. Suits. How are you doing guys? Good to be here. Good to have you here. Uh, nice to see you Suits. Um, get to hear a little bit more about what you've been up to um, as, as we move through this. We always do a little round up of the football games. Uh, it's been a while because of the holidays so we're rattling back to the 12th of November, the Cove game. Um, a bit of a, a sickness for me with that last minute equaliser but it just it's the run of luck we're getting just now. I think so. Obviously, I didn't see it because I was I was going to. Well, I think you were the only person in the room that was actually at the game, JB. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's the expert. You're the expert this Over week, you, JB. It was, I, it was one all and it was called. I, I listened. I listened to it and I was getting reports from my pals and that like uh, difficult to to see how we're going to go. Uh, I'm not too sure what, what else you can say. Uh, Dick's interview was quite good. So that's it, go for it. But it sums up the season so far, doesn't it? Just getting stolen at the end. No um, luck. Yeah, it's a... We're not getting any breaks. We might not have deserved it, but we're just not getting any breaks. We might not have deserved it, but I, I, it's new. I mean, I 100% agree with Dick. We caused that ourselves a wee bit at the tail end. We let them come at us. We keep saying week in, week out, do not sit back. At one nil, you cannot yeah. afford to sit back. And, and that's did. just broken. We did. Yeah. Uh, and it, it let them get back into it. Uh, least said about the next game, the the, the better. Away to Partick. Um, first half was okay. Second half kind of imploded a wee bit, but uh, three nothing. I didn't want to go into it that much to be honest. But uh, have you got anything from your uh, your your intel? No, I, I think it was a wasn't it a good performance. I heard. I heard we were pretty pretty poor, but. Although we're saying we were pretty poor, we're not saying anything wrong. I mean, you can hear an off game. Ah, absolutely, uh, that's what happened. We've had a couple of off games, aye. and that was one of them, so it's... And, and I don't think... Uh, it's a tough place to gang down there. Mm. Patrick's no mugs. I mean, they've signed a lot of players. I mean, a lot of the players they've got, we wanted. Uh, well, I would say them and Dundee were probably favourites at the start of the season for winning the league. Ah, OK. I think uh, was your favourite, I think. I think, it was. I think you came out and said that. Uh, the they're a good team. It's a broad place to go and watch a game of football. Yeah. It's it's a great wee stadium. You like it? I'll, the stadium's a bit too run down for my liking. If I'm honest, I like the pub before we go to the stadium, but uh, the stadium itself, I can take it or leave it. Um, uh, you see, I, I, I quite like it. I think it's, it's I think far you sit in the stadium's quite nice. You're up in that corner looking down there. I like it. It's a it's an old fashioned. I wouldn't say it's run down. I think it's a, it's an old. Jamie's old got standards though. <laughs> he's used to sitting in the area for the for the viewers and listeners that are in. Jamie's used to sitting in the soft seats who are there. The run sandwiches are no very good though. In fairness, it's not run down compared to the place we were the following week up in Fraserburgh. Calm down, you calm down. That's up north. That's <laughs> <laughs> your neighbourhood. That is the coldest place I've ever watched a football game in my life, and I think. I've forgotten how good it is to go out there and just sit for 45 minutes and go and get a cup of tea and stuff like that. In there, it was like being at McDonald's Park. You see what he's doing? Prawn sandwich. Uh, yeah, he's hit the mix with the I, I sit in the same seat, so I know, this, I know the score, JB. <laughs> You're in there from half past two until the back of five. It was Baltic. Um, I probably owe Fraser Burr an apology as well. Um, but I thought we were going to roll them over, and they were actually a good team. 
So that's two apologies because you said it's a shithole as well. <laughs> Never said it was that. <laughs> I don't use that language. Um, I, but I would say they had three great chances in the first probably ten minutes. Could have been three nothing up. Uh, cleared one off the line. Had one disallowed. Uh, once we'd weathered the storm and Bobby scored. It's always Bobby, but uh, Bobby scored. Kinda just you know let let us take over, but they were no mugs at all. I, I didn't think any of that teams. I came out we're in the championship there's a big gulf of difference but remember when they're playing teams like Arbroath now that's their cup final that's us yeah. playing Rangers Celtic, Hearts, Ibs whatever always yeah. happens does it uh, I, I heard I've no even can you, obviously you can't speak to Bobby I've no heard it. I, I got telt on the great way that Bobby should have had four yep missed uh, two borderline <coughs> sitters I would say uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, but again we've up here we've done the business that's all that matters and, and, that's, and, and that's it isn't it the confidence boost um, that's the end of this Motherwell I think is it uh, Motherwell in January the, the 21st uh, and, and they'll not like coming up here no no and, and we'll January. be a different team I think by then as well perhaps well I could maybe touch on that later yeah. on like yeah it's uh, yeah. well in all those games the defence has been settled as well there's not been chopping and changing injuries so that's pretty cool for our it's bros. good to see Tam getting back yeah. in and getting a yeah. run rather than injured or sent off or, or, or whatever so as he's, he's starting to just come back into his yeah. own again for me um, he, that brings us to Morton uh, I don't think it's any surprise to anybody that was there no, doesn't include anybody here but Oakley was absolutely immense uh, from start to finish. Uh, he was really, really good. He's he's been he's had so much good games yeah, playing for us. He has. Uh, I've heard one or two folks saying that they've seen him after we'd been raving about him. They didn't think he was he was that good, but he really has. He set the heather on fire for me. Like he's he's brilliant. Another thing there. Mindful he was on the podcast, he was telling us he was, he was quite poly with uh, Jude, Jude Bellingham. Bellingham yeah. eh? Another Jude, one that's ripping aye, up. And he's, he's doing great across the road. Did you see the exclusive actually um, in the Courier about Marcel being poly with, with Jude Bellingham? Is that the Ewan Smith exclusive? The Ewan Smith exclusive. Oh, oh, yeah, exclusive. Yeah, 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 Ewan yeah, Smith yeah. exclusive. Aye. That, that boy probably does some amount of work. Aye. Ewan Smith, he covers a lot of. Oh, he's, he's just got to watch YouTube basically. Uh, he does, <laughs> or listen to us. Uh, pretty much. Two questions on the back of, back of Morton, probably. One, it's been bugging me for a while, I've never brought it up. Fosu, now he had a good game as well when he came on, but he always, well not I say always, he sometimes wears this bandage on his hand. And I kind of get the... No, 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 no. <laughs> Behave. Yeah. No. Honestly, I'm not sure if it's an injury, if he's a member of the Keith Lemon fan club, or just a dinner at the can cluster. <laughs> He'll not give what Keith Lemon is. Sometimes he has it on, sometimes he doesn't. Does anybody know why he's wearing this? I need to ask him the next time I see him because I, he wears this bandage on his hand. I don't know, I mean, it could be something as simple as covering a ring or a bracelet or something. I, I mean, it, it could be, be like. He could have to hear Sarah Adam. But he just maybe only say her sometimes. Maybe. I was just going to ask Alan if we were going to go, you've not seen much games because you've been no, awarded yeah. other things. Yeah. What do you mean, Dan? Like? Nah, you know, no, we'll get to that later. Firefighting. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a chance to watch the highlights? Or yeah, I normally, I normally watch the highlights or obviously follow it on Flash School and that, but if I'm playing darts, then I, I don't get it until later on, maybe watch it at night on social media, just see 
Scottish Strachan, you know, listen to his dulcet tones and watch the highlights. You can just imagine a flash score if it gets interrupted. Holland, you require 2-1 Just on that, I'll give a wee shout out. Scotty's birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, Scotty. I know you'll probably not see this till Thursday, Friday, but I hope you had a great birthday, mate. Happy birthday, Scott Strachan. Happy birthday, Scott, and you'll get a mention in uh, your rant later. Aye, Piff. Happy 60th. It's not about him live on air. One of the things that struck me in the Morton game, and, and to be fair, I think it happened in the Fraserburgh uh, game as well, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, but that's, that's twice in a row now Scotty Allen's been subbed. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if we're getting the best out of him. I'm not saying he's not a brilliant player, but I don't feel we're maybe getting as the best out of him just yet. I don't, it's, I don't know if it's formation, if he's a wee bit ahead of us, if it's a different style of play than what he's used to. Uh, what do you think, Fermer? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Got on the hop there. Like. <clears throat> now, Scott Allen's one of the... I suppose I'll start by saying, in my opinion, Scott Allen's a luxury player. Now, that's near a criticism of Scott Allen or, or, or Dick for signing him. But Scott's one of the players. I think for an Arbroath fan, it's, it's difficult to know where to play him because we are used to having players at digs. So he's replacing guys like Nicky Lowe, James Cregan, uh, to be fair, even Scotty Stewart, it's, 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 it's off not just now. And Scott Allen's not that type of player, and I'm sure he'll be the first to tell you. I mean, so I mean, what he is, it's amazing that he, he plays football full stop anyway, yeah, yeah. with his uh, diabetes and his, his heart condition. So we're not expecting him to go in there and, and be a stopper like James Cregan. He's not going to take your man out. Agree. So... Getting him to fit into a team like our growth is always going to be difficult. Uh, so that, that's that's one thing. But what you what you can't, what we need him in there for is when we are looking for somebody to put their foot in the bar and find that pass. Now we might not get that at this moment in time because Abdi's we're, we're battling, we're not like dogfight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He's not going to get time for that, and I'm not sure you get the same amount of time on the bar in this division. You guys might. Think different. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Alan, you watch a bit of SPL. Granted, it's Rangers, so it's not going to be that good. <laughs> <laughs> He's right in there, isn't he? I agree with the Scott Allen thing about him being a bit of a luxury player, but but you can see the difference. He is a different class. Yeah, there's no, no denying his skills. But he's, yeah. not, he's not a Nicky Lowe fighting for the ball and breaking up the play. That's, Definitely not. That's right. And yeah. and I think that perhaps what we've got to do, or I'm saying we, we're, we're not, uh, Dick and Pink, now they'll came what they're doing. They've not gotten us to far away without getting what we're doing, but. We have a lot of midfielders, and perhaps they're trying to to, to find their best midfielder. I mean, you look at Gareth Southgate; he doesn't care what his best team for England is, although he's doing quite well now. Uh, so he's got a lot of quality players. At the same time, Lampard and uh, what's his name? Oh, Gerard. 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 They couldn't have played the same team. They couldn't have fit them together. And now Dick's maybe got that same issue here with with them and. He doesn't came some weeks we are thinking, and that's another thing I'm going to on we we Scott Allen and and possibly even Dylan Tate. They they guys we are not seeing what Dick and Pink seeing and how that other teams are forming up against Absolutely. us. Absolutely, and and they're they're coming out. I mean, I think a great example of that was Korea, and I think the commentator said it last night from Brazil Korea. I mean, the, the, Korea obviously didn't watch any of Brazil's games. <laughs> I mean, they lined up there last night like a primary school team. I mean, oh, McCoy's was losing his marbles. Ah, you can't blame him. I'm yeah. sitting here got myself. What's on? So I think we're not seeing that. They came, <clears throat> the players are, we're going to be playing in week in, week out. We're sitting in the touchlines. We're allowed, I thought, because we came our team. 
But we are no caring what's coming up against us. And Dick and Pink does and sees that. So I'm going to stick up for Dick and Pink there. I'm going, to, I'm going to stick up for Scott Allen. I'm no saying it's working for Scott Allen. Uh, and, and possibly even Dylan Tate. I, I watched Dylan Tate when he was with Wraith on loan. And I thought he was just fantastic. Mm. And when he, when he signed him, when we signed him this year, I'm thinking, just fantastic. But I think if we get a striker that can do something like that, that's when you'll see Scott so, Allen that's coming what in. That's I'm hoping, isn't it? I think that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, so I'm hoping that's right. But also, just remember, Scott Allen's coming in there. Now, round about it last year, we had different type players. Marcel Oakley, we were speaking about him before the game, fantastic player. So he's doing a wee jobby there. Right. Now, he's replaced Jason Thompson. Uh, we've got Scott Stewart sitting in the sidelines. So that's another midfielder going to come in. So there are, there are different lads, and then some of your guys is playing playing a different type of football. And also, Scott Allen, he's so gifted, and, and you can argue with me if you like, boys, it's listening. Or oh, sorry, the person that's listening. <laughs> Scott Allen will see a pass <laughs> that players want to. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And, so. and, and I think that's that's it. So, Poirier sits, I think, is right in the middle of that field, maybe just behind the, the, the centre forward. You can. <clears throat> near number 10 role but just, just in there to, to look and put his fitting bar but don't expect him to, to run about like Nicky no, But that's why you always have a midfielder that digs in you know a Roy Keane or like England's getting he gets a lot of garbage oh, Jordan, an enforcer, Jordan Henderson gets a lot of garbage but they play better with him in the side I, an unsung hero that just digs in and allows these luxury players to do their thing you know I, I, absolutely and that's what we're going to hate we're going to hate to accept huh? yeah uh, you'll get your shot in a wee minute, Alan. No, really. <laughs> but we have to accept that. Uh, it's a but there's no point in the standing on the sideline shouting and screaming because uh, that's nobody any uh, good. You can. I look after a lot of people in part of my job and shouting and screaming and does not work. That's these days are going to be fear and whatever else doesn't work. Let the man play his game. Fine thing. But Dick and Pink's also got to take a responsibility to play him. Not necessarily for the start of every game. Uh, you can. They need to. They, they need well, to. Well, as I say, find somebody to partner up with him and allows him to play. Exactly. Because I he mean, does have the skills to bring it again. Absolutely. Game. The man. I mean, what's he? 30, 31 years old. I mean, he's no. He's talking around him in the middle of the yeah. pitch. Yeah. But he's not going to get. He doesn't get a lot of yellow cards in his career because he's not that type of player. Yeah. Could you go a couple of octaves higher? There's a couple of dolphins out there. <laughs> 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 I've been in holiday. <laughs> Just when you're saying about Dick and Dick and Pink, there was the the Q and A. Yeah. Um, the, and to be fair, I think Pink alluded to the fact that you know they're not going to mention names or anything like that. But I think they've got their eye on a couple of strikers for the January window. I'm sure they've got eyes on a few other players for the January window as well. So that could all come good. I, I still think we're we're not where we want to be, but we're not that far adrift from anybody that. Two or three, two or three games doesn't bring two or three us back. Wins and we're right back, back into it. Well, no, it was seventeen points or something. Thirteen points. Mm-hmm. Five, five behind goal. Aye, 13, thirteen points. We played seventeen or something. Mm-hmm. It gets mixed up. Yeah, <laughs> listen, we're not far we went to be. We certainly didn't want to be in this no, position. No, no, no. But uh, I think we can do it. There's, there's so much touch. Okay, I haven't seen the last two or two or three games, uh, but there's so much good being happening in games. But it's the problem is. We need to take on the greedy each game to make yeah. 90 minutes. That's it. But yeah, you hear Dick saying it every week. We're not going to do what we did last year. No. 
I don't really think anybody expects that either. I know you still get folks shouting, but realistically, that was never going to happen. There's plenty of bomb pots in a crowd. Every, 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 every football fan's entitled to his opinion. Oh, every ground in Scotland, nah. Britain, you, you hear that, no matter, you know. Like Even when Liverpool were successful, folk were shouting abuse. When was that? Years ago, <laughs> so in the seventies and the eighties, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what happens, you know. Maybe tell us England won the World Cup next. <laughs> <laughs> but you get folk that are just not happy about anything. So. Well, I mention World Cup if you want to. You liking it? You know what? The first game I seen was Sunday, the Senegal game. You see, I'm I'm lucky because as I keep telling you, I was on holiday. Were you? So I didn't. Did I not mention it? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. And I was able to watch every game. Nine o'clock in the morning, I'm sitting down there with my wee cup of cappuccino watching football. It was brilliant. I've enjoyed the World Cup. Really have. I thought England had been quite impressive. They had one bad game, but they're pretty solid. Like yeah, some game against France. <clears throat> ah, that's a good one. Yeah. Barbie's just different class. I don't know how they're going to stop It's not just him. Well, I know, gonna, I know. It's the trouble. They'll, they might focus on him. Uh, and not let some of them I mean, Alves, Hernandez they're not playing well well they're saying Kyle Walker will take care of Mbappe Ooh, good luck with that I don't like his haircut Mbappe <laughs> <laughs> or, or Walker, <laughs> Walker. <laughs> anyway uh, so who's your favourite anyway, who's your favourite for the World Cup France hopefully it's France eh? yeah. hopefully France yeah Fermer I'll go with who I said at the very beginning of the World Cup and I said it live on here what's that go Argentina I'll go Brazil I was Argentina but yeah, but Brazil are looking good, like. So I'm flipping like I've got to say Brazil. They were impressive oh, last that's night. Okay. That's okay. I'd say you're not on it. Exactly. <laughs> I just I just jumped in the bandwagon, man. But they what? should have been six or seven up at half time. They were. Uh, that was easy. Played about the second. Ah, they were. You got your favourite coming up though. Games under the lights, Werner. Oh, good. I love a game under the lights. It just maybe not quite that. The only bad thing is it's Carl. <laughs> But no, I love a game under the lights. How long have we Yeah, I do. Are you I'm, here for I'm actually going to make the game on the 23rd. So I'm back. I'll be back from Ali Pali by then. So yeah, I'm going to make going to make You'll a game for the first back. time. You'll be back. You'll nah, still be in it. I've got duty that day. All oh, right. So oh, there's so a wee break in back. between. Aye, so even if I get through, I'll still be back for work over Christmas. So perfect. I'll be at the game that night, 23rd. Looking forward to it. It's a family game, cup game. So yeah. anything can happen. But I think we've, we've had a, you know, an okay run. Uh, yeah. No reason to see it stop in there. Quarter final, and then Wraith and Queens Park, the, the game that, that suits is coming back for, yeah. and then we get the Christmas break. So uh, we've also got a small matter of the eleventh, which is uh, the the suits and Bobby Lindy. Oh, I I forgot about that. It's the biggest thing that's happening in Arbroath for weeks. No, a couple of days. <laughs> It tells you a wee bit more about what people can expect. We don't have to worry about plugging tickets. I think it's a sellout already, isn't it? Yeah, it's sold, sold out. out so minutes. yeah, it was, and, and it went out like three days. I think yeah. it was that was it done. But um, we've actually been here today preparing with Paul Reed. So Paul Reed puts in some graphs. I tell oh, you, yeah. he's unbelievable for this club. But um, he, I've had him painting today, painting stage sets and all sorts. So we've oh. got we've got a lot of stuff going on in the background. But um, we're setting up Saturday, so we'll be ready. We'll be ready for the. the Are you allowed to say what the fans can expect, or is it sort of kind of? It's kind of if, if you were there last year, but there's, there's a lot of different tickets from. There's, there's tickets being sold in Oban and all, all over different areas, Aberdeen and that people coming in. So it's not just our both people. So I think Bobby Lynn will have helped. You know, Bobby will have helped sell tickets because he's an absolute star down here, isn't he? But um, I think it's a day of darts, but there's going to be a few good bits thrown in there Bobby's going to get a few surprises as well that he doesn't oh, know right, about okay. yet so, so uh, better not saying there's a couple of things Bobby does not listen so it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> anybody we're going to ask him for his five favourite people to go for a drink with so that, that should take up most of the afternoon <laughs> <laughs> he's had three weeks to work on that 
No, but yeah, it's going to be pretty much starts. I did that, but Paul's got a few things set up. <coughs> right, Bullseye, good. the game show Bullseye is going to be involved in that. Right. So different to the last one, but obviously a bit of darts, a bit of fun, some interviews, oh, and uh, a few beverages. So it should be a, a good afternoon. What's uh, Bobby's game like at darts? Well, I spoke to him last week on the phone, and he, he's right up. He said he was right up for it, but uh, I think Paul Reed said he was quite nervous about it. So right. I think he'd be a wee bit better than Mister Nubley. Nubley couldn't throw a dart. So <laughs> I think the guys have had a board in the changing room for quite a while. So I'd be expecting Bobby to be on that a wee bit, knowing this was coming up. But we'll see, because I know some of them, like Mikey McKinnon, that he can play. He's, he's a bit the same, right? He's a bullseye, isn't he? Double, double three. Is it five feet or something? We, we, might, we might need a stool from the darts academy for him to get his darts to the tops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not exactly a giant myself, so I better stop picking on him. Bobby's a hero. You're a titter, yeah. Aye, we're a big gun. I'm mean, mean, mean Collins. I'm, 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 I'm looking forward to it. I played Fermer last time, last oh, year, so uh, maybe we get a game this year. We'll uh, see how he gets uh, on. I, I, I fairly enjoyed it last year. It was good. I think for me, seeing the things that he's doing, I'm now what a blast smoke up his doubt, but I mean, he's reasonably decent. Uh, and again, the fun things that he does, throwing with straws and stuff like that, you can. And I know. I think it's. I think it's a good thing for for folk to to get. I'm speaking to a couple of folk out there with the kids, uh-huh. uh, and they're coming. Uh, I never thought they'd come. So I think it's a good. It's oh. quite. It's quite a nerve wracking thing for me being from Arbroath and having Arbroath people there because they expect something more of you. I know they see what happens on TV, but an exhibition you've got to give a little bit more of yourself. Yeah. You know, it's not just a win at all cost game of darts. Mm. It's fun and entertaining. So. I do get quite nervous about them, but it's also a great thing that links me and the club and the town. So that's why I love doing it. And Paul Paul knows that, and that's why mm. we're, we're doing it again. He's, four, he's classing it as a send off. Right. Four, four, four Morettis will be all right. right. We'll be fine. They've got they've ordered a few kegs in for Sunday, so we should be okay. I think it's a great thing. One, you've got Bobby Lynn there, um, yeah. still effectively his testimonial season. Yes. Um, yeah. Which is brilliant. We've got you there um, representing the town because you're off to, to Ali Pali. Yeah. You're also obviously one of the ambassadors yeah. uh, of the club. I know the three of us are all really interested to know yeah. what actually does it involve being an ambassador? Just uh, prawn sandwiches and comfy seat, isn't it? Is that the I only don't know. Thing? No, I'm getting it. I think I get to sit next to JB. <laughs> get to sit next to you, JB. But no, I think from from our bros. But from the club's point of view, it was Paul Reid when he came here. He yeah. was the one that was pushing, why we not got people that are doing all right in other fields involved in the club? And I think from doing that, it's even just on social media, sharing things. And then when I'm playing on TV, wearing a little Arbroath pin badge on my collar, and that makes the commentators speak about Arbroath. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's often the firefighter from Arbroath, the firefighter from Arbroath. And then they talk about Arbroath Football Club. And I think it's just making that link to the club and the town makes it everybody talk about Arbroath. And... I was even at an exhibition in Kirkcaldy on Sunday just there and the uh, same amount of people were asking where Marble pin badge was really but obviously Rafe Rovers fan so I'm like uh, I'm not, uh, where was it I'm not gonna uh, it was hidden it, was like, <laughs> it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't on my shirt because I knew every single Rafe Rovers fan would be all over me saying ah, whatever but it's so just it's just a link to the, the club, club in a it's actually fashion. it's been great for me because it's made me reconnect with Arbroath because I came here as a kid season ticket older as a kid and then obviously you drift, I drifted away being in the forces sure. So coming back and being part of our roof again, I, I we absolutely love coming here, me and Amanda. Absolutely love coming to games. It's brilliant. We see me and her and you. <laughs> She's more of the celebrity, and the guide dogs is more of her as well. So I just take all the credit for it on TV. But it's all Amanda. It's always so, always so Amanda in the background. The, the, the guide dog there, obviously, you know, 
we all know you anyway and we, we can see you on social media the, the brilliant stuff that you do with that but this was just moved on is that quite well that's basically is that quite an emotional thing yeah of course it is and I think she, she was with us for 455 days so it's not just a few weeks or a few months it's it's a fair chunk of time you've got them and then you take them from a six week old puppy into the dog that she's became yeah. and then that's her ready to be a into training and guide dog so it, that morning was actually pretty sad because I, I was on day shift so I was up at six in the morning, shower change and away to work, sort of like, see you later, disco, and I was away. But Amanda was there for the handover, gig dogs come and pick them up. So it's probably worse for her. It's, it's a lot worse being at the house, but I was just away to work, but I could, the ring doorbell went and I was looking at my ring doorbell on my watch like, oh, that's disco going. Mm. And you can see her going down the path with the guide dogs instructor and that's, it is a, it's horrible for a couple of days and that's the one question that everyone asks me and Amanda all the time is, I, I couldn't do it or how can you do it, how can you give them back sort of thing, but we know that they're not our dog, right. they're, they're never our dog until they don't pass as a guide dog, then you get the option to keep them. Or do you? Yeah, right. well you get the option to buy them off guide dogs for a nominal sort of fee, that's why we have Tasha, she was the third guide dog, right. failed or didn't pass, sorry, so we just kept her, but you're hoping they pass, you know, we're hoping, Disco was a really good dog, really good at everything that she needed to do, so I think she'll pass, she'll become either a guide dog or some other kind of assistance dog. What's do, you, sorry, do, you do you have to start their training? And I, I know you start the basic commands, but do you have to start their training regarding whether they're going to be assistance dog and hearing? Or, I know, that's, or, not, or, or that's, not our, that's not our call at all. We just, it's called socialising the dogs. You know, and that's, that's what we do. We just get them from the level of a puppy to where guide dogs need them to be, as in how obedient they are and how, how sort of... You're taking them on a journey right through to get ready for training. Training's the important bit. Uh-huh. That's when they start guide dog stuff. So now, which is at Forfurth from last week, that's her doing training. Whereas we just learn, or mostly Amanda learns her how to do all the sort of all the commands, all the words, and it's like the dogs. A lot of people's dogs jump up, mm-hmm. but like the guide dogs is a massive no-no. So it's just even watching our instructor just knocking the dog down every time they jump, and it just. It becomes a point where you just do it yourself. You automatically make sure the dog doesn't do any of the things it's not meant to do. Being on the being on the the sofa, being on beds, being up the stairs, it's just it's a massive no no. So you're just making sure the dog's ready to go into training. It, it's a lot. It's like take them on a train, take them on the bus, all that kind of stuff. There's loads. Before we done it, we didn't have a clue about any of it. You know, we weren't we weren't engaged with guide dogs at all. Yeah. We just went and done it on a total whim and. It was great, and we done it. Even like the fact of standing at traffic lights, you put your hand underneath the traffic light once you yeah, press yeah, the button. Yeah, the there's a wee cone that yeah, spins that's round right. and round. That's obviously for blind people, yeah, so they know when it's green across the road. So I, I never knew that no, until. So we nowadays, when I'm at a traffic light, I'll stop and make sure it's working or it's there, yeah. just because it's something that we know is there. So it's quite a good thing. Even like the drop curbs, uh-huh. all the different lines and dots and things, what uh-huh. they're, what they're for and things like that. So we've learnt a lot in the last five years doing it, but it's. So how many dogs have you done? That's she's she's number five. Right. So and how long do you wait for the next one? Do you dive back in or? You normally do, but we've got a little. Co- Amanda's coming to Ali Pali, so it's actually worked in fine. So Amanda's going to get to come to London next week, and uh, enjoy like a, yeah. a, a break because she does the dogs all the time. So third of January we're getting a, another dog. Who hopefully Logan doesn't watch this because it's a secret. Oh, right, okay. Well, it's a surprise for him. But yeah. Um, He's going to be away in Australia anyway. So, yeah, we're we, getting we, another we one. We normally say we could edit that out, but it's Jamie and it'll know what. No, it's not Jamie and it'll know Thanks what. very much. That's, that's good. That's no, no, policy. but it's all, it's all good. That's, I think, yeah, guide dog number six. So Amanda's going to hit up with you and Smith. 
<laughs> well, yeah. He's he's coming to London. Amanda might get involved in the. Uh, it's a diary. The courier, the courier are looking to do the diary uh, thing again, like yeah, they did yeah. last year. That was quite well received and it got quite a lot of views. So I think he's, he's, doing, he's interviewing with you as we speak. To be honest, <laughs> 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 he's um, <laughs> See when you said it was on a whim. Are you, are you just in the house one night and one of you went. Fancy a dog? Well, kind of. We were just talking about maybe getting a dog. That right. was where it, we were just talking about it, just casually, not nothing serious. And then Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> so another question away, Fermer. Yeah. Just because we seen an, an advert on Facebook, they were looking for puppy raisers. We right. thought, well, I'll go and have a look at that and see what I like. And well, it's only four for, isn't it? So we took a drive through to the open day at four for, and then that's when they release the puppies and let all the little dogs come running about, and you go, okay, we'll. Have, not that kind of releasing the puppies from Watch me away! It's a family show. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just off a total, let's go have a look and see, and then we were signed up straight that away. That was it? Pretty much. Oh. I, I, great, great respect for that. Gay dogs is a wee. It's brilliant. Personally, in a, a mine, I, I, I sponsor. I'm oh, funny thing you said, I'm now in my fifth gay dog. I just got the new in, new in through the day. Uh, I think she's called Albus or Albert. Ah, the Albus. names the names are crazy and, and uh, we don't get any say in that. They come the letter gets named with the letter A or the letter Q uh, or whatever, D Disco. But then some dogs are sponsored. So Disco was actually an offshore company in Aberdeen named her. So they, they paid the money to sponsor the dog and she was named after a, a dive support vessel offshore. It's called the Discoverer, and they right. all, all the crew call it the Disco. So it was nothing so to do with your walk-on song. <laughs> nothing to do with Disco Inferno, no. But do you know what? What a mad link that we got her at the same time right. as the last time I was on you yeah, guys' yeah. podcast, and you came up with the Disco Inferno, and then we got her, and she was called Disco. Mad. Amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. Also, you've yeah, risen around about ninety places in the ranking since we first had you on, uh, which is mental. Uh, from, from your point of view. How's it felt over that? I mean, we'll talk about kazoo and all, and all the rest of it, but it's it's fairly meteoric, would you say, over the last? Uh, yeah, I think so. But I think a lot of times I get asked questions about where have you came from, sort of thing. And it's like I've I've not just started playing You're not darts. Not Joe. No, but yeah, but I've, I've not just started playing darts. I played darts for thirty odd years, so I didn't expect to to go on the rise that I have. But I kind of I was a bit confident that I could do something. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Grand Slam a couple of weeks ago got me. To jump even more places, and where I am in the rankings now, it's hard to it's hard to close the gap on the yeah. person above. Never mind four or yeah. five places. Like I'm thirty sixth, and thirty second is fourteen they're grand big above. Big jumps now. So yeah. I think if you can do a run like the Grand Slam, and that picks up a big ranking money, then Ali Pali last year again put me up like nineteen places. So that's the whole. You want to do well in the big TV majors. That's where you need to be at your best, or at least have a bit of luck. And you've played you these think, guys before, though, haven't you? Yeah, like in your career before. Yeah, yeah, over the length of the time, you know, like Dave Chisnell and that, I've known yeah. Dave for like 20 years, but obviously he went to PDC Yonks ago, Johnny Clayton, they went a while ago. I've, just, I've only just went yeah. the last yeah. couple of years, but yeah, I know, I know pretty much all of them. Unless you're, they're a young up and coming star, I've probably played pretty much everybody. Do you think that you could have been further up the rankings if you'd went full time on? Oh, good question. Good question, Phil. That wasn't written down, was it? Was that written down, that? You just made that up. He stole that me. I tell you, I'm flying (laughs) here. I think, think, actually, speak. We were talking to Paul Reid today about this because Paul Reid, he sort of blows smoke up my butt quite a bit, and he was like, "He compares me to Arbroath because Arbroath's part time and I'm part time at darts." He says, 
So we're, we're there's some folks who you're a part-time firefighter. Well, well, well the, the way it's went the last two years, I kind of am a part-time <laughs> firefighter. Just ask the boys that I swap all the time. But I think, I think I'm still as good as I am. And I think if I practiced more or I put more time in it, I don't know how much better you would get. I think clearly if you put in more time, you'll get more rewards. But I think it's all about timing. And having my job is still quite important for me. I think mm-hmm, that's quite mm-hmm. an important thing. And I, I quite like the link to everything that we're doing. Yeah, it's busy and it's, a, it's a quite been quite a mad two years, but I like the stability of having a job. Because if I was just playing darts and I went to an event and won nothing, then where do we get the wages from? Where do we pay the bills from? So yeah. that's a lot of pressure. I think, nah, I think I'll, let's see what happens over the next year, two years. And I'm not planning, I don't have a five-year plan or even a three-year plan. Yeah. We're just taking it yeah. a year at a time and see how it goes. But I think to be a full-time dart, there's a lot of them are full-time. Yeah. But the best thing in the world is when they're full-time and you go and beat them and take their money off them and you just think, well, I just do this as a part-time and hobby. And the top sportsmen, the more you're at the sort of, the, the, the hot sort of atmosphere and yeah. under pressure, that's where you start to make that step up, isn't it? I think so. I think the Grand Slam is Practicing's big, great, but you need yeah, to be yeah. in there. I, I've been practicing this afternoon for three, four uh, hours with you and Calendar, my practice partner, but it's just practice in the house, like you say. Uh, but, excuse me, the Grand Slam was, because it's group stages, there was the three games in the groups, I felt really comfortable yeah. on the stage and and that's when I started thinking to myself do you know what I can do alright here because yeah. I'm not bothered that I'm playing Peter Wright and I'm not bothered that I'm playing Fallon Sherrick knowing that what people have heard against her before like Mensur and Ted Evitz at Ali Pali yeah. when she won yeah. they were getting pelters and I get it because I wear tartan breeks and I'm Scottish and I pin my whole world on I'm Scottish and have a look at me and the English crowd aren't they always great Ali Pali they're not always great but when I was in Wolverhampton the crowd weren't anti-suits and they weren't for Fallon. It was just they were watching the game of darts. Yeah. And there wasn't so much of that animosity, which the more you play on them stages, the more you put yourself in that cauldron, I think the better you'll get. And yeah. it's experience. I, like, I played darts for 30 odd year, but you need that experience. It's, that, it's on stage yeah. experience. That experience. Yeah. And it's also it's, TV as well. Yeah. You know, the stuff you do beforehand, the TV interviews, preparing for that. Because that kind of stuff can make you nervous and throw you before you've actually got to play. And then afterwards and all them all the media stuff you do after it. See, the more you do that, it just becomes a, it's part the, of it and that's what you've got to do. So I, I do, that's totally spot on about more of that is being, the, the more you get involved in it. Like Ali Paddy this year should be a bit better, a bit yeah. more. I know what's happening. It's not walking in there with my eyes wide open. Sometimes go and watch the, the Sky Sports Live Darts game, you know, Aberdeen's, uh, that's Aberdeen for a youth who doesn't understand <laughs> my lingo. <laughs> it's a radio show, man. <laughs> it's on YouTube. <laughs> Still cutting me a tube. Uh, the the darts crowds now. Do you do you know that you see it in the television and that? It's I think it's looks to be less of a darts crowd now and more of a party crowd. When yeah, you yeah it's wild. Up. It's wild. Then it's I mean Aberdeen. They were throwing Aberdeen. Uh, they were throwing. You didn't want to be at the front because if somebody does a, a one eight or a nine dart or whatever, you're just absolutely covered in lager. Uh, yeah. You see the lager going on. Ah, and Is it always lager though? Well, that's yeah. what I've heard. Well, usually when I'm tasting it, <laughs> I went down to Ali Pali last year to watch you, and, yeah. and it, honestly, it was like a cauldron, especially yeah. when and there was only maybe four or five of us, yeah. and when they're shouting that you know Scotland get battered, everything yeah. to go and all that, and you, you could actually feel it a bit, uh, you know, and I don't even think they mean it, and no. in their heads it's party, 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 you know, they're yeah. just having a laugh. I think so. Two things to that: I think you get used to it, which mm-hmm. is a weird thing to say because yeah. they're singing against yeah, yeah, you yeah. derogatory or try to try to put you off, but 
They could be singing anything. Yeah. So you, if you just can turn off from just what it's noise. about. Yeah. Now, I felt myself one time tapping my foot on the stage, kind of going along with it. And I'm like, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> just focus on the darts. But then what you're saying about the crowds, they don't want so much a dart fan. They want, because that's yeah, yeah. quiet watching the darts yeah. into the darts. Yeah. Whereas they want that. It comes across a lot better on TV with yeah, the noise and the atmosphere and... Like even nine darters, you know, Josh Rock had a nine darter at the Grand Slam. The, oh, the two levels of the 180, there's a the noise. The second 180, there's the build, the first two trebles going in. That anticipation, there's three or four thousand people going, go on, go on. And that, that makes the, the moment. That The crowd do make the moment. But it is, I watched the England fan zone in uh -huh. London the other night when they uh, scored against yeah, Senegal the so there's the pints getting yeah, yeah. so it does link back to football and I think Ali Pali like JB says Ali Pali was just rammed with football fans this and back last year because it was nuts it was all football songs like the whole time it does it's football songs but some of the things I mean I find it quite amusing I was watching England Wales and I'm listening to Buckingham and I give a wee laugh the boy was sitting beside me says what are you laughing at and says you know what they're singing are you Scotland in disguise? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff's good, I think. Yeah, it's like I was practicing with Peter Wright in the back room just before I played them, and he said to me, See if they start singing Scotland get battered, we'll just turn around and go like this. Huh? So it happened. As soon as we were on the stage and it calmed down and the walk ons were over, it started and they started singing it, and he just looked at me and went, Right, okay. And we both turned around, just held each other, and just went, <laughs> We're both Scottish, even though he lives in England, he's lived in England most of his life, but we're both just going, what, What's that all about? So they're just singing. They're just enjoying a party. The, the worst thing in darts is when people whistle or boo. Right. You know, if they start whistling it yeah. when you're on a double and that, that's, that's poor. But see the singing, just let them sing. And just For me, Wally Borland's name darter. I mean, that's just the <laughs> hardest well, eh? And also, I think what marks it as good as well, the way he celebrated and, Aye, and that, did it. Yeah, I, I think it's like, sometimes you think, oh, what are you doing celebrating like that? But them moments, you don't realise what you're doing. Like, I've got a picture... Ewan Smith actually got me a big canvas for my darts room because he, he was at Ali Pali all last year with me. The picture against was the Souza. He, he never said that. He didn't mention that. No. There wasn't much in the courier, was there? There wasn't much in the courier. But I've got a picture of me putting my both hands up after I beat the Souza and I'm off the ground. Both my feet are oh, off yeah. the ground. The, the cameraman just caught it perfect. But I'm actually turned away from the dartboard like that off the deck and you're like, I can't even remember doing that. I'm I didn't. Not, but it's just the emotion just takes over, and you you get like, Borland running halfway across the stage. There's a bit Demon Stanley done one a couple of years ago, and he runs a full length and he runs back, and it's that's what makes these yeah, moments. It's a moment. You don't do that too often in your life, anyway. It's whether you're a professional or not. Aye, exactly. And mind that is a pretty big thing. And he done it in a deciding leg to win a match at Ali Pali. Mental. Don't get much better. So here's a killer you a, question. You a, sorry, you did a phantom thing that I just found out today. I know. I've, 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 I still don't understand what happened with that because I had a bouncer or something. Yeah, was, you did yeah. 120 and it bounced out, and then you, aye. then you finished it in then 10 it, darts. Aye. And they were calling is, it a phantom. Aye, thing I seen it. I seen it. It was shared about on Facebook, and I didn't really get it. I was like, right, okay, but it's yeah. So you had, so you had perfect darts, but one of them bounced out. Yeah. I get it. It's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, yeah. There's nothing, 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 a 180 sometimes can be two in and you just rattle off that one, mm -hmm. so it's, it's going in. And a hole in one's a bit lucky, I think, you know, you've got to need a bit of luck. Oh, I you hit, you hit a shot, you can land on the green 10 times out of 10, but it'll not go in the hole. 
you see Rory McIlroy and that doing 50 balls or yeah. 100 yeah. balls and they don't have them and they're the best players there's yeah. ever been so that's definitely one for seven see yeah uh, Murphy did I'm, I'm, did. I'm calling that out. I have seen you uh, no, on Twitter no, saying no, no chance. No chance. I get he can play golf and he's obviously brilliant at snooker, no, but he's scratch golf. Not a chance he had a nine darter. I don't he's believe good that. He's good at darts, like. I get. I get he maybe plays They're it. They're saying. Oh, they said um, Anderson yeah. might be the guy for the oh, snooker. Do you know about that? Like he can do. He plays that, but somebody I'm not sure about his up. golf though. I know, know somebody said he did a one four seven at Snooker. He might which have, I thought but was pretty impressive. Like, that's that Gary seems. Anderson. Gary Anderson. Oh really? I don't know. I need to ask. I've been with him all weekend there as well. Well, he was tagged in the Twitter um, about all that. Right, he okay. Never, he never answered. That's his wife that does it, isn't it? Same as a lot of the players that uh, someone else did. I doubt he's so, one four seven. I am. I'm dubious about that. If you're, if it's not your specific sport, you know, those guys can play darts for thirty years and not have nine darters. Uh, and this is a guy that's a Snooker player. He might be talented. He's also got good hand-eye coordination, but. I doubt that. I, I, well, John I Higgins won the World Championship in 98, I think, or something. He had the 147 until he won the World Championship, even in go. practice, which is crazy. That's crazy when that's the crazy. standard that these guys I are know. at. But so it's hard. Ronnie O'Sullivan was actually calling out MVG saying he would see him at Ali Pali because he reckoned yeah. he, the 147 was harder and oh, blah, blah, blah. Nine yeah. darters easy. So yeah. that's pretty cool when that, that darts gets a, a lot better press now. You know, it gets a lot yeah. more time on TV and on socials and that. So it's quite cool that other sports link to it. It's good. And I think commentators make it in every sport you're at now darts is well known for having some of the the best commentators and, and yeah, yeah. yeah I, mean, I mean i think that makes it as well so yeah. you're, you're listening to the commentators and that and, and yeah there's quite a few now there's a guy dan dawson that's com he does commentary for the pdc but he's, he was mostly itv in that but he's now becoming a sky one as well and he's got he got a lot of exposure at the grand slam he's really knowledgeable because he's at the pro tour all the time he knows the players and he sort of socialises with the players and he knows makes a difference. that's a real big difference a really yeah. good part of it but yeah the same as Saint said there they had the trophy the World Championship trophy at Wolverhampton for the Grand Slam <laughs> to do promo stuff right. for the world and they call it Sid uh, it's just called Sid Sid's <laughs> over there and that's what they call it and it's cool but I was doing photos with, it with Santa hats and all that because I'm obviously at Ali Pali but I didn't touch the trophy but it's a bit one of the things that... Is that a superstition or is just, that just it's a non... Just it's not yours and you've not earned it, you've not won it. But some of the players were doing it, getting photos with it and that, but I was just like, I'll get my photo with it, but I'm not touching it. Just, it's... You need well, well, apart from yourself, who's your favourite to win it? Oof. It's oh. MVG, I think, well, at the minute. Well, he's won four, maybe it's five of the TV. He's won everything yeah. lately. And it's one of the things that he's just going about his business and he's not really causing any... He's not doing any of the stuff on... The uh, interviews not like Gezi and Peter Wright get involved in this stuff. He's uh, just going about it when, when, when he's jumped way up the rankings. He's number three, but he's close to them two now again. Because he had a dip the last few years. Yeah, but he seems he's to be just back, a, he? uh, he's, I think he'll. I think he'll take a lot of beating, but who knows? Like Peter Wright could turn up. Gary Anderson could turn up. Gezi's always a danger, but he's not been doing much lately. Yeah. So. I'd be delighted to win my first round game and then we'll see where I go from there. But so, so you MVG in the final, eh? That would be perfect. I've, I've done a podcast last week with Tongues and Tails and that's exactly the same thing we talked mm -hmm. about. So suits v MVG. Do you know much about Mal that you're playing? A little bit, yeah. I know, I know. I was obviously, I speak to Damon Hett a lot, who's Australian, but Paul, my manager, Big Five, he sent me a big whole load of stats. We, we were quite into stats and about like breaking down every single dart of mine and his and your finishing percentages and that. And he, sent me all this big comparison. It was kind of like a confidence booster for me. He's like, look, he can't get anywhere near you. He can't touch you. And it was all that kind of stats, but um, he can play. And there was a lot better draws than getting him. You know, Australia, Australia's quite good at darts. They've got quite a good pedigree behind just the top players. There's a lot of players behind that, so. 
has he had that live match experience no. that you've now got behind no, you? No, and he's not been at Ali Pai before. He's played at Lakeside. And he played an Australian boy. He got beat quite comfortably off another Australian boy. Okay. But I kind of hope that's what we were talking about before about I've been at Ali Pali. I know what you have to do behind the scenes for Sky Sports. I know what you need to do from the PDC's point of view. I've been on the stage. I've felt the yeah. the heat, the noise, the lighting. So I kind of hope I'll be all right this year and he'll have to deal with all that. But I'm, not, I'm definitely not looking past him at all because that's crazy how, to look past. It's amazing how big a thing that is. People, oh, ab- the, the, absolutely. The, the media, the, the mm-hmm. light, and I can, you would never think about it. You think yeah. it'd be a decent dance. It's like, what, it's like what Jamie was saying before about just that the more times you experience that, I think you become, it's not, it's not easy, but you, you just get more used to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's he in the world now, your first time? He, nothing, he's not, he's not, he's not in the PDC, so he won the Oceanic Masters in Australia or over that way, but he beat a tour card holder, he beat a boy Gordon Mathers in the final, so he's beat a uh, decent beat level of player to get that spot at Ali Pali, uh. but it, so he came from the international qualifier side, so there's like qualifiers from Japan, China, Ukraine, all over, uh, all over the world. He's that's where he's came from. But Australia is one of the ones uh, that you think nah, he, he he can play. I know. There's I no know. mugs in. Yeah, there, there's a few in there that you would have maybe thought oh, that's a good one. Uh, but fair. but then Diego Portela last year when I drew a Brazilian boy, everyone's like, mm. oh, brilliant. And you're like, well, that's not brilliant. He can play as well. Yeah. So nah, you got just got to be on my toes and prepare right. And I, I think I think I can go out there and beat him. And then that's that's you in the tournament proper okay. for the second round. Without looking past him, if if you do get you know, uh, through that, and you've got Daryl Gurney um, after that. Have you done any head-to-heads? Well? Yeah, I played a couple of times. He, he beat me on TV at the Players' Championship, but I beat him on the Pro Tour, so I beat him quite comfortably. I beat him 6-2 on the Pro Tour, so that was a good one. He's quite a... He's one of them players that scores a lot. He's a good He's a good player, and he's obviously been Premier League, and he's won, he's won majors in the PDC, but he's ranked 24th in the world now, so there's a reason he's, mm-hmm. he's went from the top eight down to that level, so... He's not at his ultimate best as he used to be, so I'm on the way up. You know, I'm kind of coming on the way up towards him. So it's a big, massive, massive game if I win. And then my quarter of the draw is actually decent from a point of view of you're not looking at Gezi Price and Gary and Peter and Mm -hmm. and MVG. You're just looking at certain few that are above it. James Wade's in my bit, so he's not that scary a player for me. I'm not a big fan of his like James Wade. I think. Strange. He's Some of these guys, explain, I mean, when you're watching it in the telly, you can get Gerwin. You, you, he, he's a player you love to hate because he rattles up you up. But you'd love to be like him. Aye, that's. I think a lot of people speak about like Gerwin Price the way the way he is on stage and that. But out, away from the the TV, he's not like that. Aye, he's a he's a nice lad, just calm, quite a quite a normal sort of dude. But it's like a good actor. I mean, some some people you, you you say I don't like him. And it's just because of the part he plays. Yeah, I think I think you, like I was saying before, you don't realise what you're doing on the stage. Sometimes you get embroiled in it, and you get a, a couple of guys at the exhibitions at the weekend. They were saying to me, "You need to stop making faces on TV and that." And I'm like, "What are you on about?" And I don't realise I'm doing it, but I like scour at the board and give it, and do all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and he was like, <laughs> he was like, "You need to stop that. Just play your darts and that." And I'm like, not really realising that you're doing it until you watch it back. And I think watching yourself back is quite a good thing. I, Watch it back I'm almost going to disagree. I don't think you should change him. It's like a football player. If you try and control the the person, <clears throat> for example, Alex Ferguson didn't try and control Cantona. He let him go. Just let him do, he what, let he him do what he did because that was part of him. So 
if you mark faces or watch how you play in telly, it doesn't matter. If you're, if you're throwing it in that, it doesn't matter what folk think of you behind, as we were saying, for marking a face if that's part of your game. And as you say, you don't realise it because if you've then got to think about, well, done about that face, uh, you're, you're thinking of why your natural yeah. flow. You're totally right with that. You're yeah. totally right with that. Because I've, I've been trying to do, I take as much advice as I can in mm-hmm. from all the other players as well about things you should do and don't do and do this and do that. So there is things that you can do and it just becomes natural. Yeah. But like you say, that's why you're thinking about that instead of thinking about yeah. that. And that, yeah, I, it's, I agree with you on that. Any, any time that I find you're good at something, it's just coming so natural and it doesn't come you're up there and you're throwing your dart, you're yeah. not thinking that's Yeah, if you've got to work at it, you're... Yeah. That's, so you think yeah. Neymar falls over in Tesco's at a time? <laughs> I would imagine he does. I think he does. I'm thinking Neymar doesn't get the Tesco. <laughs> I mean, when if you flee your hairdresser, you know, forever it was. Was it Brian? He flew his hairdresser. Yeah. He flew somebody out of dice here, blonde that. You'll hear that problem. What's all. a hairdresser? <laughs> no, he sends his hair out the guy. <laughs> so on the flip side to the the darts thing, there is is there a? It, it's not about. I know you're saying like, oh, MVG or whoever it is, don't change the way they play. But as an opponent, if you're playing somebody that throws really, really fast. Is there not a bit of gamesmanship yeah, where you course, automatically there's a, there's a, there's a lot of that and, and you'll see like it happening you know there's take your dads out of the board slowly or you just address the hockey slowly or you go for a drink of water that's a good one you know if you've just won a leg and broke someone you go get your darts out go back go to your table and take a drink and just make them stand there that extra couple of seconds just well, Gary Anderson, yeah. you just step on the stage. No, well, you, as you walk or just push the player you're playing. Or, or that's you like the carpet. That. You see the carpet at the back of the hockey. You're not allowed in that. That's the encroachment zone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, so okay. the different colour of carpet, you're meant yeah. to stay out of that. But MVG's in that all the time. Gary gets in it. and oh, it's, Gary It causes a lot of trouble. And if you come too tight to somebody, they'll start. It causes a bit of grief in that bit. And yet when you played in pubs, that's what it was all your time, like yeah, it's like, up behind you. Yeah, and I think it's like people saying, "Oh, he shouted or he whistled." Night, like you, it's a pub sport where there's jukeboxes and bandits yeah, and pool yeah. tables and singing or whatever. But I, I get any little thing that you can blame is going to come out in it when you get beat or you're getting beat. It just comes out. Is that you pros ever played cricket together? Ah, you play the, all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably loads of you do loads of practice games and that against each other. Can't, can't confirm that. Bound in. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of that kind of stuff goes on. Even before an event, you'll uh-huh. practice together and do different things, just playing. A lot of the you European have to play boys for do. Summons, though, don't you? Nah, you need a bit of summon, but uh, yeah. yeah. We used to play for a nippy. Uh, Skype Bob, it was a nippy. We had uh, I see it's professional now, so there's no drinking involved. That's, that was, that was <laughs> part of my question, I was what I'd be asking you. That's what I'd be asking you. Sorry, I've got a lot of questions in dark because oh, yeah, it's a subject close uh, How much is your because you, you've been playing it for a lot of years now, and most yeah. folk play darts, and it's a well-known thing. Obviously, I play better for them. <laughs> <laughs> but how big a thing was it for you? I mean, we can use Jockey Wilson as a perfect example. Yeah. How big a thing was it for you to not to have drink when you were playing? <laughs> 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 so hopefully, PDC don't watch this. Nah, but it's it's still involved, isn't it? It's just yeah, yeah, not. It's just not at the front of the stage. It's just not on stage. It's uh-huh. not in everyone. So, pro tour, nobody sees it. It's behind closed doors, uh-huh. and everyone's having their their uh, you know lubrication before the play. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and even on TV events, it's exactly the same. Okay. You're just away from the TV cameras because they're trying to make it more professional. Yeah, yeah. And I think it works. That looks good. If you're having a bottle of water yeah. on the stage, it's great. But behind you're, you, so you're there three hours before. That's okay. most players kind of look to go three hours before. Mm-hmm. Get your arm in and get your arm in. Ah, What's yeah. your sweet spot in terms of? Is there a certain? Yeah, yeah. Just don't don't go mad. You know, I don't need to have loads. So four, five, Leaders. big ones. 
and maybe a, a one wee short one before going just to <clears throat> just to get you that sort of ah, calm. But yeah. you need. You some, the, some players don't. You, you got know. me the brakes on, though, don't you? Because that sweet spot soon closes. Yeah, and it changes pretty quick, so you've got to just be aware. But it's a tipping point. Yeah. Aye, yeah. Tip, but you're you're right because you can you can take it too far. And I think the first time you play in something like Ali Pali, you're you're a bit more anxious. Yeah. You're a bit more nervous, and you can go too far yeah. the wrong way. So you've just got. But the water on stage helps because you yeah, can yeah. nail a, a <coughs> nail a quick water just to get. But yes, yeah, obviously. Uh, Old uh, number seven Tennessee does me does me all right sometimes. <laughs> That's like Alex Higgins at the snooker sitting with his fresh orange at the table. Yeah, aye, right. I think it's funny actually because there's, there's clips you can watch. Jockey Wilson United Bristol coming out carrying a pint and a aye. fag, walking <laughs> away, and they're, they're putting it down and they're lighting each other's fags and that. And you're like, wow, because it's so far removed from that now because uh, it's aye. so professional. And think about the sponsors. You know, the sponsors all over the stage, like the back in here, they they don't want to see aye. that under. They're not wanting to put money into these events and especially like big companies like Kazoo and that now it's all to do with cars and motoring and driving. Yeah. They're not they want to be linked to drinking, do they? So I get it. But then that's where darts comes from. That's where darts is yeah, you know, like pool. It's the same thing, but when you watch the Moscone Cup and things like that, it's huge and it's a it's an amazing event. But obviously behind the scenes that's where it is, that's where it comes from. So I I like that it's still like that and it's not totally sterile and, and yeah changed it's still you still need that and it's good that it's behind the scenes this might sound a ridiculous question but i need to ask it's from you it's really not from Fernando, so it's really interesting oh my questions have been good tonight do you and if, if, if it's a no for you does anybody else on the tour that you know of ensure your hands because they're your living i don't obviously but um i'm only a wee Player. I still see myself as a low level player, but I'm, I'm not sure. Job you do, like, you know? see, yeah, but I, I'm obviously <laughs> insured from that side of things for my firefighting job, yeah, but yeah. I, I wouldn't imagine any of them are. I don't think so. Maybe, maybe, maybe the very top, but like, Gezi I'm, Price. I'm, I'm like you, I think if you were a professional, it's like if you're a, a yes. mechanic, he's <laughs> 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 sitting there. Like, you get what I mean. Heartless. <laughs> Heartless for Fermer. <laughs> if, you, if your life, if your income is derived exactly. from that. So that's what I'm classing as professional. Yeah, I like. get that. I think it'd be daft for guys to go on holiday and go skiing and things like that. Yeah. No, go now, before the world's go on a skiing holiday or something, you get injured, you hurt your arm, you hurt your hand, you're, you're not going to be in the world. So I get that side of it. But I, I, even the top guys, Gezi Price is world number one mm-hmm. and he works. So he's got his own business doing property. And he actually works. So he does a bit of graft yeah. in there. So you'd imagine he's not insured at that level. Yeah. But it's not really something people talk about. It's, it's, it's probably a good question. Can, can you find out for us? Aye, I'll. Spoonie, um, when you're <laughs> down there, could you uh, just do the old hand insurance question for us? <laughs> That'll be a three-page supplement. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not, it's not something I've ever came across yet. But I'll find out for you, JB. I'll, like, I'll get back really to you. I'm really interested in that. I, I think it's a great question, actually. It's the best question you've asked that night. Thank you. I remember Rory McIlroy broke his ankle or something and missed about three majors. Yeah, so imagine. What do, you, what do you do though? Do you not have fun or, you know, wrap yeah, yourself know. in cotton wool? It's a fine yeah. balance. But it's like it? football players now. There's, there's no going to touch for three pints before a game, is there? It's, yeah. all, it's all health and Maybe diet. Maybe Bobby Lynn because he's going to tell you what's going with him. <laughs> he's got one boy coming with him. He's I've, got, I've got a question for Bobby Lynn. Oh. From Bobby Lynn. From Bobby I've got Lynn. one from Bobby as well. Actually. Oh, well, I've okay. got one from Bobby. Do you do yours first? This could be well, a bit of a sledge question, ahead of Sunday. My question for Bobby Lynn is what is your best moment watching Arbroath? 
and I'm going to get a supplement question on that. He oh. says, if it doesn't involve him, he's going to rip it in your ass on Sunday. <laughs> right, okay. So I know, actually, all serious, he says, what's been your best moment watching Arbroath Football Club? And I think he's kind of hoping, no, he was phrasing it when I was speaking up, that it's not just something something like that, that they will win the league. He's just looking No, no, it. I think, like, I've got a really good one for that when I was a young youngster. So Danny McGrain's time here okay. was mm-hmm. class. And all my older cousins and that were all part of the Bearded Army. They were the sort of guys that were all the focal points. But I used to go to like Selkirk for away games and that. And TBing on the bus, boys playing bagpipes and all that stuff. That's what I loved about going away games. You know what an away game is. They, they were great when I was a youngster. But So now I'm older and you can enjoy an away game a wee bit differently. But um, I think recent history last season was obviously quite quite massive for the whole town not even people that weren't even football fans weren't even really bothered about our bro for Gayfield or anything everyone started getting pulled into last year and I think that's quite a cool thing but his free kick a few weeks ago well was that about a month ago now and that I was here for that I was an absolute screamer and that's that kind of so just so he doesn't pick on me on Sunday there you go Bobby that uh, that the old travelling, you know, I travelling away and going to away games, but even coming here to cup games when they're playing Celtic or Dun United and that was great down here, packed into Gayfield. What about you, Jamie? We'll just ask you that as well. And you, Jamie, so I'm coming down you now. Big question. My best moment? Yeah. Mine, mine is a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I remember Celtic here in 1976 and I was a wee bern and I was standing behind and it was Lynch the left back and I couldn't believe that I was standing and that's just stuck in my brain my whole life because I was like it's a Celtic player and I'm standing you know and there was no advertising hoarders around and I was with my dad under the fence and you're like I'm standing right next to him I just yeah. stuck I, in I head remember like, like this the celebration from the 36 nil, the 100 years of it and kicking footballs into the crowd and that and it was done sure it was done right the play just that to be involved in big parts yeah. of the club when you're when you were a young I think being young being a youngster oh, you, you probably got fonder memories of yeah. stuff when you were younger yeah. than you do in the moment well, you now see these guys think, on telly and then you're, you're right next right, to watching them. Rangers and Celtic and that here is just different you know, like different it. level because there's a lot of Rangers Celtic fans in our both but then where yeah. do the, where's the loyalties yeah. lie when they're at Gayfield yeah. watching our both it's, it's a good just, one yeah. mine was the, the away game December uh, Celtic being at Celtic Park right. first oh, day and it was the just, woman Dora scored the, ah, the, just, just the whole day the whole day I mean we left here was early it or something eh? was it a last minute was it was it was it was two or three, three minutes to go yeah. you can, it was just the whole day you can, on the bus with your pals a wee drink in the pub before you went to war uh, what I did on the bus just a whole party atmosphere Abdi was buoyant yep. we get to the pub before the game five ways you can it's, they're used to getting Aberdeen Hibs Darling Rangers go to that pub, but they're used to getting all the boys in that area. And we went into the ground, obviously the, the celebrations. Just just a whole thing. And, uh, and to be honest with you, from part of me for that was how welcome we were made feel by Celtic. Uh, uh, I really enjoyed that and, and coming home, it was just a great for me it's just one of it's fit buzz about uh, and also there's a lot of youngsters with us at that time. Uh, that much was I think, bad, I like it. I see, see what you're saying that there's, <laughs> I, like, there's no stigma around our both going as an away team somewhere whereas you know your bigger uh, yeah. the Rangers nice Celtic stuff and that it's just that people will treat that oh, our both they were yeah. a great crack they yeah. were, it was a good yeah, day and, 
and home and away fans will enjoy that whereas obviously the higher levels of football that doesn't always happen you, just like you, say, you only get the crap up in throws <laughs> where? <laughs> you, I'm sure any time you're ready I'm just letting you boys finish it's probably two for me um, and I'll go it's like you and Smith and Jake got to be twice as good isn't he? and I want to come forward so going back it probably is the old Montrose games uh, when I was a sort of teenager they were the they were the big derbies that you looked forward to that was the old big brune leather mark when you were <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were all good I remember going to quite a lot of them with your school pals and, and, or as you were as you were getting older pals that you went to the pub with and stuff like that that was all brilliant um, and, and latterly even though we didn't win the game that, that day down on Kilmarnock oh, yeah. I think was absolutely magnificent that's a big day in our history yeah. when you think how many people travel and seen everybody there oh, yeah. the pilots yeah. I don't think I'll see anything like that again in my, in my time personally that's incredible yeah, I, think, yeah. I think we're lucky to live through that I think yeah. we're, we're absolutely right. um, so there you go right Jamie what's your Bobby Lynn question ah, so so Bobby Lynn's so question no, no, I've got fans' questions here. We'll, we'll just do all the fans' questions while we're, while we're on it. Right, go for it, go for uh, it. Bobby Lynn, one of them. Bobby Lynn, a uh, fan. So, like David it. Turnbull like has got, uh, what's the toughest match you've played in and where do you see yourself in the future of darts? Wow. Not <laughs> Twitter, Aye, I've got a couple of Twitter. Toughest match, so I would say toughest match, but toughest person I've played is Michael Smith. So I've played, like we was taken earlier, I've played a lot of the players, but twice I've been in the semi-final of Pro Tour, and twice I've been battered off Michael Smith and I kind of stand behind him and I just know he's going 180, 140, so, one, whatever. So it was the Clive Jones and anything like that, no? Oh, well, back in the day, Clive, <laughs> Jones, Clive Jones and Bobby Dow and that are the Dink and Moisson. They're the boys that I obviously grew up being a young kid, trying to beat and he just never got close to them. But yeah, Michael Smith's the, the hardest, the best. I think he's the best, most natural player to play against. Right. He's, he's so good and I'm glad he won the Grand Slam to get get that thing off his back that he's never won a major and he's a bottler because yeah. he's not he's a class he's a class player and then what was the second one where, uh, I see where do you see yourself in the future of darts I don't know what the, well, holding uh, that trophy in about two months aye holding set up yeah. but um, I think the one year at a time I, if I, all I keep thinking about is just keeping my tour card I was having a chat today when we were practicing with you and just talking about what you think you need to do and where you need to be money wise and how do you what do you do to get to that next level and things so I've had loads of conversations with Big G as well spent six hours in the car back from Wolverhampton with him oh sorry just uh, so it was important nah, it was good <laughs> I was sitting with thing is in the car as well I was sitting G's that side and Paul Tosh is this side so Paul Tosh has been a top football player right. and they, yeah. they were just all the way home talking about what can you do just to get that little bit more out of yourself what, what can you do to prepare what can you do to practice what can you do that you change your routine for a little bit more to make you that bit better. So that that was actually a really good car journey home because it made me come back here and think, I wonder what I could do. Could I could I do the credit? So it's I do do that. Yeah, think about it. Yeah, it was brilliant. And I, I changed your darts, did you know? I've, I've still got the same darts. I've just changed my flights and oh, stem. Right. So my company that sponsored me, Mission Darts Company, big huge worldwide company. I went to Bolton and they film you. So you practice and they film you from the back. They film you from the side. They film your angle. Your darts going. And the guy already knew. He knew me from the last decade and he's like I've been wanting you to come and do this for ages because you're using the wrong stuff right. and I was like I've been playing for 30 years with the same thing it works he went it doesn't work and I used pear shaped flights right. yeah, yeah. and he goes tell me another player on the pro tour that uses pear shaped flights apart from Steve Beaton and I was like he went exactly yeah. no one he says that's what women use 
for a bit, for a bit more for a bit more speed and power. Right. And I was like, ah, can't do. You two always thinking in the gut. Come on. I was thinking he was calling you a wife. Well, maybe he was. He was saying I've got the wrong equipment. So we've done all this thing. We changed. Had loads of different sets out, and we're changing all this stuff. And he went, try these. And it just honestly, it was like 180, 140, 140, 140. He's like, these are the ones that are going in right. And I've just changed to them, and obviously I got to two quarterfinals in the Pro Tour the well, next so two days. Did that help you with the Kazoo ne- and the stuff, ne- do you think, then? Uh, brilliant, yeah, but all that sort of, the TV, the Grand Slam was right on the back of that as well. So it's wow. only been the last six, eight weeks that I've done that, and massive. It's made a massive difference. And I was practicing with Peter Wright, actually, at the Pro Tours, and he was looking at my stuff because he twinkers all the time. He changes ah, darts yeah. all the t- match. He changes his darts when he's practicing. He goes away to the table and comes back with different darts, and you're like... So that's getting ready for a pro tour event. He does that, and you're like, "What are you do?" But he was saying your darts are going really, really straight through the air and into the board with them new with your new setup. And I was like, "Okay, that's the boy that tinkers all the time, yeah. sort of yeah. noticing that there's yeah, a change yeah. in that." And then a lot of the players have been coming up saying, "Oh, you've changed." Simon Whitlock's one of them because he he likes to do different things and change uh-huh. things as well. So just a like it's that one percent, two percent. If yeah. you can yeah, do yeah. something that makes even if it's even just in there. Making you think that you're doing better, then it's all good. Yeah. Good. Um, somebody called Ewan Spoonie Smith has said, uh, What's the best way to turn a kettle on? <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, last year's Ali Pali. He obviously freeloaded for the whole of Ali Pali. <laughs> we basically made him, made him breakfast, made him breakfast, made him dinner, made him his tea, picked him up, got him taxis, got him tickets, got him passes, mm-hmm. and, and he returned uh, nothing. <laughs> no, there's not there's not been a single sort of He's ungrateful. No, I'll take you I'll take you out to the, the boatyard and get you a nice steak dinner nothing even buy a pint nothing no. well, terrible but I, I, I heard that's the reason he quit Dundee United because he was to get a freebie deal on the <laughs> <laughs> no, that's come back in time it's he? quite funny because I reckon I probably made him about 20 cups of tea last year yeah. when we were in the house at Ali Pali and he was always joking about how do you boil a kettle so it's a bit of a running banter with him but yeah Great, great question, you. Um, and uh, the, last, the last one is from Bobby Lynn. Uh, name five darts player to go for a pint with and why. Right, uh, Dave Chisnell. Are you going to get five? Though? Wait, wait, he I'll, didn't get five I'll, when he was asked. Go to the rest interview and I'll get the other four by the <laughs> Well, I hope so, so because don't bully the manager yet. Straight away, Chizzy, Dave Chisnell is an absolute superhero. He's brilliant. He's a great guy in the drink as well. So he's number one. And then... Two guys that I've always obviously been close with this year, John O'Shea, he's called the Joker from Ireland, from Cork, he's absolutely mad as a, a bat, he's crazy and he's just funny, just funny all the time. Josh Rock, really good friends with him, so the three of them, Josh is only a young boy, so I've been on, been on the peeve a few times with him. So you'll look the after last, him then? Well, sometimes, but we get in some states, so there's, there's three of us. I, I think, like I'm not overly friendly with a lot of the top boys, but... Gary Anderson and Hendo, so if you're going Scottish, they're two of my two people I've looked up to for a long time, so I'd stick them in at four and five, and that would be a that'd be a decent night out of going out with them five. Right, yeah. Chizzy, Josh, mm-hmm. John. What was the last two? Gary Anderson and Hendo. We'll stick Bobby out, we'll take Bobby out for a pint as well. Because his stories about the Mardi with the Dundee boys when he was a youngster. Right. I, I, really, I was maybe in the Mardi at the same time when I was cutting about as well. So I, I'd enjoy a pint with Bobby. I think I think Sunday will be good to have a ah, hopefully good he hopefully has a few sociables and he gets involved in the day as well. He'll probably have to do the day off on Monday. 
Hopefully, but he's, he's, he was talking about he was he had the cold last week. Ah, he's no. So he was off work, and I was I was on night shift that night, and I was like, Bobby, you can't leave the bins full in Dundee because they'll all be getting set on fire the night, and I'm on duty. <laughs> so then he he was giving it. No, no, you'll be all right. Lots of firemen in the bin bin didn't get you strike it. You wouldn't believe the amount of bin. Hey, you wouldn't believe the amount of bin fires in Dundee. It's just a bizarre thing. Doesn't happen in Arbroath. Were you involved in the big the big fire? The Robertson's one. No. I was away playing darts, was I? Somebody was else was in on it. My shift was off, actually. My shift never... Was you involved in the fire up at ECN? That was a lot back in 2001, 2002. Berries. No. Oh, no. <laughs> I joined in 2004. Oh, no, so, you go. so I wasn't there. I was offshore. See, with the darts, have you ever... I don't know what you call it. Let one slip out or, like... I don't know. What do you mean, fart? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's Gary Anderson. <laughs> Gary Anderson and Wesley Hans on the stage. <laughs> well, slipped out your hand by mistake type of thing. Sweaty hands, that, that you know, type of stuff. Nah, really. you do have sort of, you, you, I think you you have jittery darts, you kind of, you, or you'll push it or pull it, but nah, it's not, it's quite a small area of, there's not much can go wrong, is it, from here to a dartboard? I know, it's happened with a golf club, is it not? Oh, slipped out of the hand. Mm-hmm. What, with me? Yeah, I heard uh, sweaty hands and you were at in a Cy- driving range. In Cyprus? Aye. Aye, the boy had to bring it back in the truck. <laughs> He's out collecting the balls and he come back with the club. <laughs> it was roasting hot, I'm not used to the weather <laughs> like that. Went in the practice range and the club went fleeing and the, that's the boy brought it back with the buggy. <laughs> oh, when did I tell you that? Somebody else must have told you that. <laughs> We've, got a research Amanda. Team. We've got a research team. Amanda, you've got a lot to answer for. We're professional so, up here. <laughs> We know you're not going to sing a song, you don't play for our bro, so we're not going to ask you. But we do have our normal quiz. Um, Jamie's a resident quiz master. Uh, you can introduce the quiz, I'll Jamie. introduce the quiz then for you, it's not a problem. Normally, if you've uh, if, if you've heard it in the past, uh, he shoots, he scores, five questions, penalty shootout for yourself. Um, we're going to try and attempt to get a nine darter out of you tonight. Okay, no. Um, we're doing it in the style of Mr and Mrs. Um, oh, what? Uh, and the way you play, it might be more misses than uh, than misses. Oh, but, good uh, thank you. With a pear shaped flight. Here all night. Please try the fish. Uh, so anyway, we've got nine questions. Amanda has helped us with this. Oh man, this could be a d- this could be embarrassing. I know. Hey, who's going to keep score? We're certainly hoping. I'll keep scoring. I've got the famous score. Score, score master. Jamie's a quiz master. Right. Here so, we go. So some money later then. Start one. What is Amanda's nickname? Smurf. Ooh. Or are we getting Smithy? Boom. Nah, she's got two. We'll give you yeah. oh, maybe got we a bonus point. Well, we'll, 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 we'll give him one. The, we'll wee, give bl- one the wee blonde After the wire. After the wire. You get one. No, it's in, it's in. Hang on, it's one. Right. What was the first movie you went to see with Amanda? <laughs> oh, no. And I'll give you a clue. <laughs> 2007. Well, that doesn't help. Well, there you 2007. go. 2007. How does she even know that? She's a woman. Because she's a woman. Uh, <laughs> she also said you fell out that night. <laughs> and you were in the ring. Was it a military one? <laughs> and, I can't she, and, she, and she apologised for us. <laughs> oh man. I couldn't even take a stab in the no, dark okay. at that. Go for uh, Jurassic Park or something like that. Will Smith is in this. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, Will Smith was in it. Give me a clue. You're getting your dark again. I know. It slipped out your analogy. It's not Men in Black or something like that. We've never watched that. I Legend. Boom. Oh, what a result. Whoa, pulled out. What a result. Only because he gave me the clue. Yeah. Dart 3, when is your anniversary? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> 7th of July. What year? Every year, probably. Hey! 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 
15 years. Yep. That 180! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, but the bad thing is you had to write 60, 60, 60. So you knew how much it was. <laughs> You better start doing the, doing the finish at the bottom. <laughs> oh, it's alright! Depends what way you're going for the 141. Yeah, well, they were tough questions. Question four. Where was your first holiday together? Oh, perfect. Vegas. New wow. York, Vegas. First time she'd ever been on a flight. Nice. No way. Went to Vegas, 14 hours. She's wow. never been on a plane before. So there's cool. that an extra point for that. Mm, it's 60. No. Look at 60 with that. No. <laughs> what is Amanda's favourite meal? Oh, that's a toughie. There's loads. Oh. I'm going to say fillet steak with dolphin mashed potatoes. Oh. Can't believe this. Tell you. Right. Uh, it's boat yard, is it? Boat uh, You can make it at home as well. I can't make the noise of the ground, bitch. That's six. Who is Amanda's favourite Arbroath player? Oh, man. Well, he's left. Mm. He might still be here then. She's, she liked Jason Thompson, but uh, let's go for. She wouldn't know mine. That's what I think in here, but let's go for. She wouldn't know mine. Shanks, even though he doesn't get a game. She's We've like, talked about him quite a lot, though. Bobby. Yes. Is it okay? Oh, oh you sound really disappointed. Wait a minute. Bobby's everybody's favourite though. That's doesn't really count. Why did you guess that? Oh, damn it. <laughs> I think I, I redeemed it. No, no. I, I, I would game it because, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Bobby Bobby's Bobby's favourite. He's everyone's favourite. He's, he's a legend. So he got it on what? Was that third guess? <laughs> third, third guess. Because we went, did we go JT, then Shanks, and then Bobby Lent? And he still gets it. Get, well, still J, get it. Wait, wait, JT's not here anymore. But yeah. that's, I think that was our favourite player. She liked him. He's 180! <laughs> 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 that's a big finish. Is it because of Mab? What's the finish? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. You call it your call it your score here, but you've right. got to go for it now. First one's got to be a triple twenty. Right, so so. What is the most romantic thing you've done for Amanda? Oh man, went to went to work. <laughs> <laughs> got her that got her that season ticket. Man. It depends what she says to this. Yeah, yeah, it's her who gives the answer. Yeah, that's true, actually. No, but uh, like, like, what I think it is might be something that's different. That's Mr. and Mrs. Like, just to see if you match. That's the whole thing. Derek, which his name would serve to the huh? same. What was Derek's last name? That's not a question, by the way. <laughs> what was his name again? Amanda wouldn't know that. No. Oh, that's his wrong answer. I can't mind. H is a big one, H. Derek. They should give us two answers, but... Oh, all right. Ish. Do you know what? I never buy a flower, so just buying a flower would be romantic, but I'm going to be that. Oh, Amanda's a very family person, people person, so. Do you want to Aye. You did it and it didn't happen. You did it and it didn't happen. <laughs> ah, for her 40th birthday, trip to Rome. There you go, treble 20. Organise a full trip to Rome. Had everything, because I okay. know a lot of Italian guys, Italian dark players, they organised the whole trip for me. So we had everything planned for a weekend for a 40th and then. Well, that's who you COVID. did it, but you didn't. Covid, Covid. Yeah, see, of that, so. you, you did something else. Come on, you know, man. Okay, what are you going now? You, did you not get a whole hour's video for her? Oh, that? That was the second one. I wouldn't have called that romantic, though. Man, it's pretty cool. Oh, she loved so, it. Ah, I know, it's quite it's cool. Women, so, man. I MVG, wa- I you know, every single moment. player gave her a wee... Every, <laughs> every single player 
when the world gave her a birthday message I put it in a video it was pretty cool MBG and that old Gary brilliant it was cool but I mean, that was romantic <laughs> it was cool what it was Right, so this is controversial because most people will go travel 19. But I'm going, I've written it down, you better go change it. I'm going 45 here. Oh, I'm going treble 15. Because I've changed my setups to go for double 18. Double 18. So treble 15, double 18. I feel a bit lightly. 18's your favourite. It is just now, I've changed to that, so people are going, why are you going that way? But here we go. Only problem is, Pressure's if you miss a double 18, right, for the nine, it's a bad finish. For the triple, fif- triple 15, yeah? yeah? Yeah, for 45. Who has been Amanda's favourite guide dog to train? Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's a, that, that's a very good question, by the way. I like that question. Well, mm-hmm. I'm, it's Quando. Correct! The first one, and he passed. So we've yeah. only had two pass. Pete was an <coughs> assistance dog, so... What's your fave? Oh, man. Disco's very good. There you go, yeah. That's it. what she said as well. Disco's very, very good. And very cuddly little dog. She was great. So, nah. Now you're on double 18. 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 Before this 9 data goes in, do you get a pin badge for it? Because you, you, you get a pin badge. Going in, by the way? Oh, this is guaranteed, isn't it? <laughs> I'll, be a, I'll be a task pin badge. <laughs> Here we go. So right. for a task pin badge. Double 18 for a 9 data. Are the crowd going to go wild? There's three of them. Mm hmm. I'd buy you. Ah, yeah, the world. I'd buy you. But if you miss that, I am Shepherd Scotland get battered everywhere they go. You don't get battered. Suit against battered everywhere he goes. So, double 18. Name one of Amanda's two favourite dark players. Johnny Clayton. Boom, straight in there. Johnny! Under match! Come on. What's the other one? Fucking Alan Shooter! Gary. Correct. Duck it out, I swore. I think you said Clive Jones again. Actually, well, to be fair, in fairness to you, Alan. I'll tell you what, I've done all right there. Oh, you did. You're, you're the best we've ever had on. And I, I was pretty I'm, cool. And I'm going to put my heart off the fire. I've got their questions. But that's a lot of good questions. Cheers, Jim. Thanks for that. I wish you would. <laughs> Do you know what? She's kept that quiet as well. because she's, she's been really quiet today. She's been, she's been quiet today about it. Do you know what? She said we, we've been trying to. Sp- to get a catch up and then it was like oh no I'm away this weekend and then I was away and then it was like it was going to be yesterday and she went oh Alan's off and I, 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 I just couldn't get it I went I'll send you them and so we'll be going backwards and forwards and the poor girl had to send them twice because something went wrong with the emails and things oh. like that and she was uh, oh she done she played a blinder thank you Amanda I'll tell you Amanda great questions I'll tell you another one Quando what a name for a dog eh? what does that stand for it was all Q's wasn't it right. so his letter was that was actually a good name because it was Queenie Quasar Qua- oh, imagine Quasar's. being doing the park shouting Queenie eh? doing the Vicky Park shouting mm-hmm. on the Queenie when my when we were, we were last pops wife made me to go to night with him and you're supposed to get a signal to mum so I had to go to said, come on dog pee pee come on for a pee pee <laughs> I'm a growing man, standing out in the middle of the street going, come on, pee-pees, pee-pees. Well, the command, that's you, you train the dog to pee and poo and you say busy, busy. So oh. that's when you tell them to go outside, you go busy, busy. Oh. So that's when people see you like, but that's the that's the command and they go on busy, yeah. busy. So that's, that's Quan, what Quando's a song. Aye, Quando, Quando. You can Quando. just imagine, you can just picture of the scene, the guide dog is standing at the, the traffic lights and the boy comes up, felt like you did, Jamie. Busy, busy. Oh, busy, busy. <laughs> You know what, well, I know you said you weren't going to do a song, but because Amanda's done so well, and her favourite dog's Quando, Quando I think you should Quando. sing it. I don't know the words. 
It's quite quite. <laughs> well done, Jamie's done it for you. I told you, my, my my music's got no words. It's just hardcore Dutch trance. So there's no words in it. It's just banging. Set me free. <laughs> exactly that one. That's got words. Alan, thank you so much for participating in that. Amanda, as we've said it, thank you very much. Before we finish, Fermer, are you got a rant or a love-in for us? I've got a love-in. I've genuinely my favourite podcast tonight. Listen to Alan Suter. I've, I've fair enjoyed it. Actually loved it. So it's a love-in. I've never got nothing else to say regarding that. I genuinely... He's, a lot of the questions uh, answers stuff I've got to take care. And I hope for enjoy it as much as I have I've genuinely enjoyed it and he's, he's not a bad lad I'm quite quite hot in fact I'm delighted really enjoyed it good I've enjoyed it as well Alan thank you so much for taking the time to come down looking forward to seeing you on Sunday and most importantly all the best for Ali Pali from us here and I'm sure everybody in the town and at the club as well will be watching you however many times we get to watch you yeah. uh, over the next few while and uh, we'll not only see you on Sunday we'll see you on the 23rd and uh, do a little bit of celebrating for Christmas. Definitely. Thanks, guys. All the Cheers. best. Cheers. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks again, everybody else. Good night. God bless. We'll see you on well, Friday this time. Friday, Under the yeah. lights. Under the lights. Good night. Take care.